Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the WADFAM Chuck Pod. Hi there, I'm Dylan James Weaver, but you can call me Dylan. My friends and I are about to set off for a time of humor and analysis. Want to come along? We'd love to have you join us for today's WADFAM Chalk Pod. Hello and welcome to the WADFAM Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And this week, we are joined by a very good friend of both mine and Andrew's. Hannah Woodruff. Look at that! Yay! Yay! It's Hannah! <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Glad to be here. <laughs> oh, we are very excited to have you. So, we're here for our annual Christmas episode. Um, hmm. finishing off guest season and the 2021 year as a whole. Um, and we're talking about the living nativity. <laughs> it's episode 214 and it's, it's an episode. It, it doozy. does have a beginning, a middle and an end. <laughs> the requirements of an episode. So, uh, Hannah, can you just from a high level fill us in on any history or context you have with the show and assuming there is none what your experience was when i threw this episode at you sure sure okay so initially when you were telling me about adventures in odyssey like way back beginning of the the pod i thought you were talking about homer's odyssey (laughs) so very different very different um stories going on here but my experience with this one was interesting. <laughs> Dylan knows that I, I have very strong opinions, so this will be definitely an interesting turnaround. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought it was pretty easy to follow. Um, I was a little bit worried jumping in, having no experience whatsoever. Um, but they said everyone's names multiple times, which is very helpful <laughs> for me. Um, and, yeah, no, I thought it was overall pretty enjoyable, nice and sweet. Short. Short. Yeah, short. There you go. <laughs> very short attention spans yeah. here. <laughs> had you had any previous, uh, I don't know, interaction with like an audio-driven story in that way? <clears throat> do audiobooks count? I mean, they do to an extent. Okay, so... I mean, especially especially like the ones that are more produced and like yeah. occasionally you get ones where it's yeah. like, hey, we've got multiple voice actors or whatever. Yeah, dramatized audiobooks oh. I think are... Oh my Top gosh, match. there's one, I think it's on YouTube somewhere, It's where it's Lord of the Rings, yes. and when they walk through yes. Loch Morian, they have all the, like, cricket the sounds. sounds, and it's like, <gasps> yeah, no. very immersive. Yeah, I think that was, I think that was one of my favorite parts of it, for sure. It's like hearing doors close, and like, people mm-hmm. singing, like, through walls and stuff, it's, yeah. Yeah, uh, we do, we do love the sound design of this show. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Props to whoever did that. Yeah. <laughs> Sir John Campbell. Uh who did? Oh, uh, John uh, John Campbell is the composer. Um, this particular episode engineered by Bob Luttrell. Ah, beautiful. Thank mm-hmm. you. So, 
Yeah. Uh, written by Marshall Younger. Uh, it's his first uh, credited episode on the show. Hmm. Um, he goes on to be like uh, one of like the mainstay staff writers. Wow. But this is uh, this is his start. What an interesting way to come in. Yeah. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> um, and it's uh, it's uh, directed by a friend of the show, Phil Lawler. <laughs> Uh, These names mean nothing to me, but we, I'm enjoying yeah. the reactions. Uh, we have a uh, a longstanding grudge with Phil Waller. Um, oh, great! And yeah, have, he is a man of, have exchanged of strong opinions as well. Oh, yes. interesting. interesting. We've exchanged blows verbally. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> I can send you the. Audio he came part. after Dylan's mom, so Dylan just had to go. What? That's, not, that's not what happened. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. What a fandom. <laughs> there was a horse head that showed up in Dylan's bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a note with like cut out magazine yeah. letters. <laughs> Blood. Why'd you cut this out of magazine letters and then sign your name at the bottom? That's a that's a that's a good Phil Lawler joke. <laughs> okay. uh, oh, I would apologize, but I, I won't. um and then the uh the other thing i want to address off off the top oh is that uh this episode according to uh the complete guide um it uh that this is uh actually this is phil lawler writing here the controversial nature of this story launched an hour-long debate among our actors about the First Amendment and the true meaning of the separation of church and state. While the discussion was healthy, it sure ate up a lot of studio time. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, I'm, how healthy was it? <laughs> I mean, you know, if everybody's on the same page... I, I don't know that that makes it healthy. <laughs> I get the feeling that everyone's not on the same page, otherwise it wouldn't be a debate. Fair, certainly. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> like... uh, yeah, I mean, we can... Little do you know, that's the catchphrase of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whose catchphrase? Uh, Dylan's? Uh, yeah, usually. Yeah. I think I'm usually the one who says it. But, <laughs> I yeah, feel but, like yeah. Andrew would just Andrew. get into it. Yeah, yeah, no. I just kind of trip and fall into it. Yeah. <laughs> wake up in it. <laughs> All right. Um, and we don't actually have a promo this week uh, due to some technical issues with the AIO wiki. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, I, oh, I should have played like christmas music or something to do the transition here and i can add that in post all right and now <laughs> and now and now the discussion of the episode the living nativity oh, boy. Uh, yeah uh so we uh we start out with some intrigue music and a mm. bunch of rowdy kids vandalizing something while being sinister um <laughs> And it's, yeah, we, we cut to Wit's End where they're all torn up because uh, kids have destroyed the nativity scene at Town Hall. Do you actually say nativity? I do. 
Oh, interesting. It's a problem, and we can't get into it. I no, feel like no. we did this. Did, yeah, we every did this, year, <laughs> like every time it comes up. I think the popsicle kid was a big. We had a big debate. It's yeah. fine. I say it wrong. Let's move on. Like nativity. Yeah, he yes. says nativity as opposed to nativity. like Bart Rathbone. Yes, <laughs> yes. probably because, because of, of Bart, Bart Rathbone. Uh, Who knows? But I yes, I do unfortunately say nativity, say and we're just gonna have to yeah, we're just gonna have to move on. Um, <laughs> he has other redeeming qualities. Look, guys, <laughs> don't don't tweet me about this. <laughs> I appreciate your interaction, but this this is too far. <laughs> I'm flawed. I can't change my phonics. Uh, so yeah, there's uh, an ensuing conversation between um, Wit and Lucy primarily, but Connie and Eugene are also there, and Lucy is really torn up about the destruction of the nativity, and um, yeah, it's... It's a bit much, but I am like, okay, I do get that, like, level of, like, nostalgia where it's like, oh, yes, this thing that has always been part of my life and I'm just used to seeing is now gone. Mm-hmm. On yeah. the other hand, I think the drama of, like, who could possibly, who would go, who would go so far as to destroy a nativity scene? I don't know. I could see the kind of being upset. I'm like, why would somebody do that? But yeah, she does kind of go over the top. And so Christmas won't be the same. <laughs> like, like the world is falling. The sky is falling. The world is falling apart. Both. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, the other, <laughs> the other big note I have for this scene is just a reminder for the entirety of this episode that Eugene is at this point in the show not a Christian. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Is that is. why he placed the donkey? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't allowed to be Joseph. <laughs> I just, I think it's. Elect only, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I think it's very funny. Like, the degree to which his investment is in this whole thing, what it's like. I mean, I think it's sweet, and I'm like into it, but at the same time, I'm like. Wait a minute. Did the writer, did like. Marshall Younger coming into this fresh, like, forget one of your key character components is that you don't actually believe this stuff. (laughs) Nor did you grow up with it. So it's like, what's, yeah. I would have appreciated some more, like, anecdotes about how bad his Christmas was. (laughs) So how is he involved with the church group in the first place? Because he works at Wits End. Yeah. He was hired, so he, like, super smart, was pretty high up at a college, uh, despite being super young. And then Wit, the old man, mm-hmm. noticed his talents and offered him employment at Wit's End. And then he became Christian. Okay. Eventually. Fifteen after years life. later. <laughs> Just <laughs> automatically, yeah. you have to convert when you sign the W two. <laughs> I mean, not not far off. But no, uh, Wit's End goes out of its way no, to employ to... <laughs> non Christians because they need someone to evangelize to. Yeah. Got it. Well, and they've, I mean, they've got to have somebody to traumatize with VR, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's a whole crux where Eugene gets sent into, like, a hell simulation. Oh. It's, yeah. We, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's in the list of episodes that I never okay. want to cover. <laughs> and I want to cover too much. Ooh, that would be an interesting one. Uh, yeah. Eugene also uh, establishes uh, that the... Like the manger scene or whatever is often called a crash. 
Fun little history lesson. <laughs> I tried to look it up. I couldn't find anything on it. Like, I must Is have it been not spelling a word? Kresh wrong, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, resident linguist Hannah Woodruff doesn't know what a crash is, so Eugene is too smart. <laughs> <laughs> or Marshall Young is just making up words. Mm, that sounds more likely. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, then Lucy suggests, hey, we could just build our own. Um, and Wit's like, what if we do one better and we make a living nativity? Dun, dun, dun. Roll. Drama, and that's and that's. I mean, that's Let's that's stick the a bunch crux of, of the episode. Outside in December in Illinois, yeah. this oh. will go over great. Yeah, this is <laughs> too not, committed. Well, like it's not like I know this is like a thing that people do. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing I've ever like witnessed. Mm. Like I feel like in my area of the world, this is just not a thing. Or maybe I'm just too young f- to have experienced it. But. Like I it... want to say, like, some older churches, I think, have done, like, drive through live nativity type things oh. in my peripheral, but I've never been okay. to one. It seems to only be in, like, audio dramas and movies, though, as, like, a plot point. Like, we watched one last night where there, yeah. was, a, there was a nativity, live nativity yeah. scene. Yeah, shout out to The Wise Kids, which is a very good movie. Um, that listeners of this show will either love or hate. Um, <laughs> depends on w- w- how you got to our show. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it does it does end with a with a living nativity. Mm-hmm. Very fun. But so good. It's called Wise Kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Wise Kids. Do who uh, who's in it? Who's Nobody. It is super indie. Richard Cohn is the director. Uh, Stephen Cohn. Stephen Cohn. I don't know why I said yeah. Richard. Sorry, riches out there. My bad. You want to misappropriate <laughs> your name uh, <laughs> to a film I enjoy? <laughs> um, Steven. Yeah. So is this what we cut to uh, the, the ne- Electric Palace? No. The next scene is the casting of oh, yes. the scene. Yes, yes. Who are we going to get to play all these parts? We've got uh, four wise men giving gold, frankincense, myrrh, and a pen and pencil set. A joke that elicits groans from children in the room who are like, this is a bad joke. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's such a, like weak slash dad joke that's then like lampshaded by Marshall Younger being like, I can get away with a bad joke if we say it's bad in the show. Yep. <laughs> That's not lazy writing. <laughs> I mean, it makes me laugh just yeah. in like the, the badness of it. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah. Please. One of the reasons you're supposed to laugh. Yes. Yeah. But pen and pencils as a gift are pretty good. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be upset yeah. if I, I mean... If I was expecting something much different, then sure, I would be let down. But like, if somebody showed up with yeah. nice pens and pencils, yeah, I feel like like socks. Yeah, and, that, and like at all the movies, the kids are like, ah, oh, socks, and I'm like, socks, socks. I can't believe it. You you read my mind. All the times that I don't want to spend money on socks, you've saved me. Oh, yeah, and I mean, a fancy stationery set is still very royal. You mm-hmm. know, you got your gold, Classic. you got your your mm-hmm. frankincense. 
you got your myrrh. Mm. And you got like fancy stationery and yeah. a fountain pen. And a wax seal. You can <laughs> Ah yes, just put like the, they did the J in, in the old A D. Uh-huh. In the old AD. zero AD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is it zero BC? We'll never know. Uh, that, <laughs> I, I've had that explained to me like probably ten times in my life yeah. as far as like how the life of Jesus affects the AD and uh, BC scale. No way. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> Unclear. Well, in There's the like a hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I think refers to ad but i don't know yes no i i I think i think jesus birth is zero ad yeah Mm. but it yeah it really doesn't matter yeah (laughs) no at least not to ask the big man (laughs) (laughs) that'll be our new segment phone god (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's my favorite segment in guilt trip jeopardy (laughs) (laughs) the daily double the daily double the daily double Uh, is phone a friend's not even jeopardy i feel like we've done that bit before and i've phone phone a friend's not jeopardy right it's a different no it's like like, like, who wants to be a millionaire yeah anyways it doesn't matter smarter than a fifth grader yeah (laughs) who's smarter regardless yeah um eugene is very upset because he has been cast as the ass um in in the play and um have you seen the dump truck he be dragging (laughs) And he has to uh, he has to carry uh, Connie, which is great, degrading and yeah. very uh, upsetting. Yeah. As for his actorial yeah, yes. debut, he's a thespian. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very funny to me for like Connie and Eugene, but Eugene especially being like these adult-ish characters in the show, like in a play that has, is overcast. Mm-hmm. Like they are taking parts away from children. children. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like Connie's like, I cast myself as the main role. Yeah. That couldn't cause any. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just going to chalk it up to maybe it was a bad casting day. You know, maybe the person. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like audition. give Lucy that. Yeah. Right? It would make the most There's sense. There's only one role for girls, anyways. So. Yeah. And there's yeah. just the one in this episode. Connie yeah. doesn't count. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it's a it's a bizarre bizarre choice. So is Lucy um, in it, or did she just have the idea for it? I don't, I don't know. know. And she didn't even have the idea for the living one. Yeah. She just had the idea for like, oh, we could build one ourselves. And then Wit mm-hmm. came up with the actual idea because mm-hmm. uh, Wit is the only thing that moves the plot in this episode. And some, well, I won't say most episodes, but yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess Bart also moves the plot, but you know, kind of. (laughs) Bart's Uh, more impressive than Wit because he can move the plot just by sitting in an electric palace. Yeah, but so, so so it's Connie and Eugene arguing amongst themselves about Mm -hmm. this, and then uh, Wit shows up and is like, in like the worst tone of voice ever. Well, I can't imagine that any kind of dispute would come up at Christmas time. And I'm like, who are you and what? <laughs> Have you never done anything? <laughs> like, because I agree, it's dumb that these two adults are arguing over these parts in a play. Yeah. 
However, the so strong holier than thou uh, thing from mm, Wit was very grating. <laughs> well, and especially because I believe he interjects into the conversation by saying, "What are? How are you two doing?" or something like that, and like a very condescending, like, "All right, now you guys shut up, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you what's happening." Which you know, he's their boss. He signs the paycheck. I suppose if they're on the clock, they kind of gotta you know, do it, but. <laughs> it's just yeah it's so it's so belittling mm-hmm. oh incredibly well dylan didn't you know that no one can have arguments during the month of december because that's unchristmas like wow mm. how's that working out for your family Hannah? <laughs> not well at all <laughs> uh. yeah <laughs> just gonna <laughs> So, uh, so, so yeah, we, we then jump to Rodney beating his dad at checkers. Mm. Which, it seems to be some sort of like street checkers where rules are, I don't know how close to orthodoxy this checkers is. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Rodney is, uh poning his dad uh, because the electric palace is empty and it has been empty all day yes so so yeah bart rathbun uh owns this uh, uh, uh appliance store mm-hmm. in odyssey and he's a sleazy businessman and uh this is yeah uh the slowest night of the year and they're just playing checkers and and Bart keeps think, saying like ah Rodney I think you're cheating and he's yelling at him for he's like ah you're definitely cheating and then Rodney's like yeah I'm cheating and he's like never tell anyone you're cheating <laughs> yeah <laughs> I told you to never tell anybody when you're cheating uh I mean funny exchange I like Bart is like good comedy even if he is always like a straw man oh yeah mm-hmm. no I, I he's funny i don't know i mean they're not great jokes but they do land yeah. the, and uh, the the the, the ever present motif of don't call me pop yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which okay, merch idea bart brand soda but it's pop don't bart's pop <laughs> all right <laughs> Michaela, <laughs> your time. The bat signal is out. Oh, man. Whatever creative licensing you want. Uh, look, if you want side income, make merch for our show, and we will uh, we will share it make out. Make you an affiliate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like being an affiliate to a lemonade stand. <laughs> Does it offset set off that? Does it offset our business costs? Absolutely not. But we do have fun. <laughs> exactly. Which, speaking of which, as this uh, episode airs, it's like the last week that you can buy the Wadfam Chalkpod Christmas sweater, um, available in red and green. Uh, I love it so much. Um, Very cute. And uh, yeah, if you want to confuse friends and family at holiday parties, um, there's no better way than with the Wad Fam Tripod <laughs> Christmas sweater. You want to have to explain the same thing ten times within the span of three hours? You buy that sweater. <laughs> you'll look good. You'll feel good. You will 
probably get a sore throat though sorry about that yeah well and in any christmas dispute you can say hey guys <laughs> I, this I'm isn't on christmas side. like <laughs> yeah. I what's got going it right. on here <laughs> <laughs> all right now 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 that we've gotten an ad out of the way mid-episode um uh bart sends his son over to spy on the competition yep Except for he won't say that he's spying. He's like, oh, so you want me to spy? And he's like, no, I just want you to go over there and check it out. And he's like, you want me to spy? And he's like, no, you're just, you're just going over there to see what's going on. And he's like, you, but you want me to spy? And he's like, yeah, I want you to spy. <laughs> Here, put on this, like, what is it? A wig and a cane? And, and a mustache. And a mustache. Oh, I presume and, that was natural. And a fake wow. voice. Yeah. Wow. Someone put him in this nativity scene. Yeah. Like, he's got the costume. Well, I mean, that's literally what Mr. King jokes about. He's like, are you are you coming over from the nativity oh, scene, Oh, right. Rodney? That's right. <laughs> uh so yeah rodney walks into king's appliance cave <laughs> i've never wanted to buy an appliance from a place that's a cave that just seems backwards yeah i don't know yeah, what definitely. i would want to buy from a cave um there maybe like animal skins yeah, fossils <laughs> the, there's a uh, there's a beer cave across from the tanger outlets but it doesn't look like the kind of like it looks like the sketchiest Alcohol okay. dispensary, <laughs> possible. Well, <laughs> just moonshine. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. In, in uh, <laughs> prison other, wine. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And Pap's blue ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> the moonshine of beers. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, right, so there's, I guess, kind of the crux of this is uh, our good old buddy capitalism. <laughs> um, the, so there's there's the, the living nativity scene is right across from King's Appliance. And there's so many people going out in droves to see this nativity in the small town um, that uh, they're just wandering into King's Appliance st- mm-hmm. store and buying stuff there instead of going to the Electric Palace. And uh, that can't stand. It's not for a single day. <laughs> so Bart calls the mayor. Uh-huh. Get him to sort this one out. Yep. Argues, uh, yeah, that, uh, that this, this, you know, the only, it's just like, it's that thing that I called out earlier, but like of just Bart being like the complete straw man. Mm-hmm. It's him. It's like the only reason someone would possibly care about a nativity scene on city property if is it if it was hurting their business yeah, yeah. precisely that's the uh <laughs> the only person this could offend is some greedy scumbag and he's not a christian no. that, okay that seemed no, canonical but not. i just wanted yeah, to confirm no. <laughs> couldn't be uh anybody else uh, no. yeah interested in the historical accuracy of Jesus. <laughs> nope. We've just we've gotta we've gotta do this. And so uh a, a dandy old officer O'Ryan mm-hmm. uh shows up at the uh nativity scene to to break it up. Yeah. He's shutting mm-hmm. it down and he doesn't feel good about it. But he does have an accent. A very thick accent. Oh yes. yes. And that I do feel good about. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna miss uh, obviously we're gonna miss presence of will ryan on the on the show but like not just in playing eugene but also in playing officer orion 
Yeah. And Harlow Doyle and all those myriad of other weird voices the man could do. Oh. This Christmas, we're sad about the death of Will Ryan. <laughs> That's true. Aw. The voice of Eugene just died. To Dylan oh, tell you. no. Yeah. Like, I mean, a month ago as this episode's coming okay. out. But Aww. but yeah, it just this is the first one we've covered with him in it since since it happened. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I do miss like him pulling double duty and mm-hmm. playing the Irish cop. Yeah. Yeah, wow. no. He, I mean, he's really, he was really talented. Mm-hmm. Who I can only assume his first name is not Officer, but is William. <laughs> it must be. Because his be. last name is O'Ryan. Yeah. Mm. It's a thinly veiled. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Bart gets it shut down uh, on the grounds of separation of church and state, essentially. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't have, you know, Christian religious events on mm-hmm. um, government property. Which... Right. Is yeah. fair, right? Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, and then you have that lovely exchange, you know, I guess where Lucy and everyone are, are reacting to the the shutdown and they're mm-hmm. saying, oh, something, well, it's not up to us. Some things are bigger than our feelings. <laughs> and uh, I guess some people are offended by Christianity. It's like, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> yep. Not, not that, like, no one else's faith is being represented here, and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, couldn't be one. that. Yeah, no, couldn't, no, couldn't be that. No, they're just so mad because of how right we are. I know. <laughs> they're just, they're just so self righteous. Yeah, <laughs> about well, our self righteousness. Yes. <gasps> Uh, and the great thing that comes from this is wit going to the mayor's house. Yeah. What? <laughs> Knocking like, on knocks? his door. <laughs> Boundaries. The, yeah. mayor, the mayor opens the door and is like, oh, hi, Wit. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I guess the mayor knows Whip by name. That's like, fine. He's like elder statesman of this mm-hmm. town. He's the stand-in for God. We can let that be mm-hmm. whatever. But then Lucy, Connie, and Eugene walk in and the mayor knows their names too? <laughs> He's a regular at Wit's End. <laughs> this is... I... They want this town to be so small and so big at the same time. Yeah. It's like the mayor knows everyone's name and also, like, world, like, cutting-edge computer stuff is developed here. And spies are here. And there's a counterfeiting ring that's based (laughs) out of this town. Like, there's so much stuff but it's like but the mayor knows everybody by name including children college students mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah can't you could you imagine big brain big brain yeah he, uh, he can't forget <laughs> big, <a name>. wit. <laughs> big wit big wit word He's yeah like, big big wit <laughs> yeah. lots, um, lots of names big mayor's watching oh my word well and uh Important to note that the uh, the mayor is voiced by Phil Waller. (laughs) (laughs) Mayor Bill Jenkins, voiced by uh, friend friend of the pot Phil Waller, affiliate at large. (laughs) (laughs) At large. (sighs) Yeah, that's the dude y'all have beef with. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then they're like, so my uh, okay. My he frustration keeps like sliding into his Dale Jacobs voice, but not quite. Yes, yeah, I definitely. <laughs> okay. I it's noticed like, that as well. You can tell 
the man is not a voice actor and is trying mm. to do a second That's... voice. Yeah. <laughs> and this one's just, this one goes on a little too long. He's fine when he's mm-hmm. got, like, two lines, but when he's got a whole, like, multiple conversations. Can't, bit can't of a stretch done. for the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I respect the effort. Yeah, well, and this is early on in the show. They yeah. as much money or yep. things. Oh, yeah. Um. Well, yeah, uh, my frustration is basically with and everybody responding with just yelling louder about the nativity so they like they said they they already mm-hmm. uh you know they show up and they they try to make it um they try to make it something that can work uh but like because it was taken away from them in the first place their uh response is not to reconsider anything it is mm-hmm. just to yell louder <laughs> yes <sighs> yeah yeah, this is the, yeah, they're just like yelling back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's it's this big debate about, you know, separation of church and state. I was, once again, I was just like, why is Eugene so passionate in this scene? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that writing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he, the, yeah, and this is where that line of like, the constitution is bigger than my feelings mm-hmm. or yours. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, and wit mansplaining the government to everybody uh, at wit's uh, end and being like well the way that they're reading the constitution doesn't look so good for us yeah. and i'm oh, like gosh. oh boy yeah, yeah. one <laughs> thing's for sure the way they're reading the constitution these days it doesn't look good for us mm-hmm. who's us wit yeah. who's us <laughs> define your the, terms the white please. christians <laughs> They seem to have been doing pretty well. Yeah. Socioeconomically, they're pretty much on top. (laughs) (sighs) I love war on Christmas narratives. Oh, yes. I had to write an essay on that in, in high school, actually. From what perspective? Um, well, like, you could choose, like, whether or not you know, to argue that there's mm-hmm. a war on Christmas. I chose that there's not a war on Christmas uh, because the there's not, there's not. Um, <laughs> and but you couldn't you couldn't state things in the negative, so you had to like. I think my thesis was like, the war on Christmas is as fictional as Santa Claus and his host of flying reindeers or something oh. like that because you couldn't say there is no war on Christmas. It was a yep. whole thing. Fire. There's some tea. But there's some there's some. Well, Charisma, some angst <laughs> baked into that tenth grade report. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um. The other thing that uh, good old Mayor Bill lets it slip that Bart is the one who complained. Yeah. And yeah. so that's not allowed. Everyone you can't do that. Everyone oh is like just dunking on Bart, including Wit. Yeah. <laughs> Who's like, I'm holier than thou, but also, uh, let me get in my sweet burn yep. about yeah. Wait, about Bart never having read it, any laws. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I doubt that Bart has read the Constitution. Yeah. Oh my yeah nobody's read the Constitution, Wit. <laughs> Oh, oh. Not not well, under their own volition. Hey, every morning with his devotions, he reads yeah, yeah. the law and then the, the law. law. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> like one of those finance bros that get up every morning and read oh the Constitution so they can do day trading on yeah. Robin Hood. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I'm 
sure I rub shoulders with some of them on my way to work. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it's a lot of, uh, yeah. Obviously, my biggest frustration with just this entire episode is how Wit is like, oh, yes, they're interpreting this the wrong way. Oh, that, yeah. Uh-huh. It is like yes. with no second thought to his yeah. own interpretation. You want to? You want me to? You want me to read some of the stuff he says here, please? Because oh, he talks yeah, about he 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 does a lesson on why the First Amendment exists, mm-hmm. and then explains that its true meaning has been forgotten mm-hmm. and replaced with this dumb notion of separation of church and state. Quote, they're trying to separate the state from God, and one day they're going to find out that when you remove God from something, it's headed for destruction. So... Because that's why our nation's headed for destruction. Yeah. Well, and and the only way that a nation can be anything productive Mm -hmm. is if God's at the head. I, uh, I... I don't know. I mean, it's, but yeah, we we've seen time and time again what like the muddling of like when the church get gains political mm-hmm. power, this is not good for the church or for the politics. Like yeah. that is like if there is one lesson throughout history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty high on my list. Very, very carefully curated history lesson going on here. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, very... and I love, I love that like the idea that our like the United States was founded because the church and the state were uh-huh. one, and it was a problem. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, one like yeah. that is. Like, one of the reasons people mm. settled America was for religious freedom. Yes. But here we're talking about, well, no, no, no. The Constitution doesn't actually say that the church and state need to be separate. That's not the purpose of the First Amendment. Also, wild for a Christmas episode mm-hmm. of a Christian radio drama to be giving a lesson on the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Also... Maybe just take a little bit of that, like, contextual mindfulness and just mm-hmm. apply it to your scripture reading. Yeah, like just, just, yeah. just try it out. Try mm-hmm. it on for size, reading it in its original context yeah. and uh, interpreting it based on. Uh-huh. I don't know when this is going to be relevant, so I'll just say it now. Go I did for do it. a little bit of research on, oh, on constitutional law. Because <laughs> I got really heated. Yes, I also did. <laughs> oh, but I'm excited to hear oh, what yeah, you think. So, you know, as we were just talking about, well, the separation of church and state isn't, he was right. I think he says it's not actually baked into the Constitution. That came years later, and I think it's most famously used in a letter written by Thomas Jefferson. Correct. Who? And... Wrote the Constitution. Who did? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Just that one but there. also, I would like to point out that letter written in like 1802. Mm-hmm. It's not as though this is a uh-huh. recent issue. Even the, I don't want to step on your toes here, but even the court case that is like most often cited yes. is from the 40s. Yep. And this episode mm-hmm. aired in 92. They've been grinding that axe yeah. for nearly 50 years at this point. Yeah. Well, and even, yeah, Thomas Jefferson and, and James Madison were both huge proponents of there being separation between church and state, obviously, because, you know, the whole the whole thing with the Anglican church, you know, mm-hmm. trying to organize, centralize religion and, you know, create all these mandates. Yeah, it was it was an issue. And that's why you have the Pilgrims and the Puritans and the Quakers and, you know. Gotta love the Quakers. God, the Quakers. It's <laughs> 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 an interesting chapter of, of our history, for sure. Um, yeah, but... 
here, hold on one second. I'm like reading my notes real fast because I put it in two different spots. Um, yeah, fleeing religious persecution. And then did you look into the lemon test, Dylan? A little bit. Okay. So essentially in, I think it, can you look up if it's a Supreme Court case? I think it, it is a Supreme okay, Court I thought, case. Okay, I thought yep. so because it said the court and I was like, yes. hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So in 1971, Lemon v. Kurtzman, um, the court developed this test to deal with the religious establishment clause. So basically they said that anything a government entity does, um, any statute must have secular legislative purpose, secular legislative purposes and neither advance nor inhibit religion and must foster an excessive government, wait, must not foster an excessive government entanglement with religion. You're going to have fun sorting that one out. That's fine. <laughs> excessive um, entanglement. Excessive entanglement with religion. So, yeah. And then there's this the endorsement test, um, which basically tests to see whether or not any given action either approves or disapproves of a certain religion um, in the community's eyes. So it's, mm-hmm. there's all, there's, yeah, so much. I don't know what court case you were specifically referring to. No, yeah, there's, yeah, I, I, like I said, I just did enough reading to be like, okay, let me just like get a little bit mm-hmm. of the history of like what this stuff comes from and what, you know, what the, what the, like, yeah, just because this has been, Probably in part because of this episode. But I feel like this like whole separation of church and mm-hmm. state thing or whatever was like championed so hard through like my growing up years mm-hmm. as right. well. Mm-hmm. Where it's like this is like this I feel like isn't anymore. I never mm-hmm. hear about this because conservatives have moved on to other things. Mm-hmm. But this was one of like the tent poles. Oh. It was like, you know, yeah. as far as like christian political worldview it was like we don't like gays no abortion Mm -hmm. and church and state should not be separate right like well those those used to be like our children pray the pillars but right but it's like yeah and now it's like the i don't know yeah 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 well even now like if you it's almost this tacit agreement to like be a christian if you're going to serve in office you know there's Mm -hmm. all the presidents swear on the bible they you know are espoused to be very religious um you know yeah there was that whole thing with obama and you know his middle name and the faith that he practices and that was a huge sore point that christian conservatives ran wild with so, yeah, it's still yeah. very much there that yeah. it should be a part of it, even though it's technically, technically right. it should be, well, but you should be if you're and then a it, real right. Christian. Right. Well, and it makes sense because yeah. then they went out of their way to, you know, elect yeah. the most Christian man on the planet Earth, as we all agree. Oh, uh, yes. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> a guy who everyone has for his entire career uh, looked well, at and went, that is a model Christian. Yeah, that is a respectable only ever man. uplifted everyone of every ethnicity, <laughs> every gender, every, you know. Notoriously helps just, poor people. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, Never yeah. fires anybody. <laughs> yeah, such, such a good Christian man that can't even deal oh. with it. <laughs> it's just like, well, it's, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got 16 yeah. to 2020 was it's, a bit of a fever dream. <laughs> Still waking up from it. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the thing I would also like to point out 
for, which is wild. One, like, yeah, this episode, like, goes out of its way to have, like, you know, these lessons on the Constitution. Aside from, like, bits that we overhear from the Nativity mm-hmm. itself, there is, like, no Bible referenced in this episode. No, it's not that Christmassy. No, oh yeah, it's not very Christmassy. For what it's worth, this was the December 12th mm. episode. They did a more Christmassy okay. episode the two weeks, more Christmassy episodes the two weeks after this. Okay. So this was just Building. a kind of December episode okay. more than like the Christmas episode of the show. It's though it's episode. Yeah, though it's included on like Christmas albums and stuff. So it it counts for sure but the official or sorry the complete guide lists like whatever the mm. scripture reference is for a oh, specific for thing a moral oh no so <laughs> even oh, though there is none in this episode the scripture reference that they are using is the first seven verses of romans 13 oh my god which is the passage that is submitting to government authorities yeah which is a weird choice, in my opinion, but because um, that—I that, mean—that's the passage that says, "Like whoever rebels against authority, against the like government authority, is rebelling against what God has instituted." And I'm like, so is I think that their argument is that the legislators are rebelling against the constitution that God instituted. I think is the mental gymnastics they're doing there. But I would read that passage as the people who are interpreting the Constitution are government authorities over you and maybe submit to that. Mm-hmm. Certainly. It almost well, <laughs> it almost seems like they're trying to say, look, you know, like draw the, the parallel or like make the connection. It's like, oh, they're supposed to be, they're mm-hmm. supposed to be the same, one in the same or something like that. It's too. just... Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what they're going for with this passage. Honestly, I think this passage just highlights that there isn't a good Mm. biblical argument for the combination of church and state. I would argue that the Bible pretty comfortably Mm -hmm. argues the opposite, if nothing else, by the clean example of Jesus (laughs) arriving on a donkey, not Uh. as a king... Who's going to conquer Rome for Israel? Yeah. Like, I feel like that highlights pretty clearly that, like, Christianity is not mm. meant to be, like, a political state weapon, but rather, like, a belief system. Who would have thunk? That, that's, that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Get out of here with that logic. <laughs> it just... Yeah. This episode real real oh, rough. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it, it it plays on the if Christian because Christians have been able to do pretty much whatever they wanted for a, mm-hmm. a good amount of time. <laughs> if there is any challenge to that, it is a specific attack on their faith specifically, yep. and therefore, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they are they are not. Um, they're not they haven't stepped out of the limelight they have been like kind of you know pushed into a vat of sharks or something like they're 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 trying to yeah. trying to get rid of look them. if we are not the dominant force why do we exist mm-hmm. 
That's oh, us Gio, not Jesus being such a us not being the dominant. <laughs> us, us not being in charge here means that we're being persecuted. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what persecution means. <laughs> Certainly not privilege. <laughs> Couldn't be that one. <sighs> yep. Hey, you know, I mean, yeah. as somebody that was raised Christian, I didn't, I didn't ask for it. You know, it wasn't something that I seized for myself that privilege but you know you just be aware of it check your baggage at the door yeah and it's yeah that wolf we could get into that's a whole other thing like just it's not privilege isn't something that you have to defend it's yeah you acknowledge it's not an insult us like us acknowledging our privilege isn't saying that your life isn't hard Mm -hmm. it's saying that these things your life wasn't made more difficult because of these things yeah yeah you just had different circumstances that affected you and and there are destructive systems in places such as these represented Mm. by focus on the family um Mm. that cause significant damage to even privileged populations i don't want to sing your thunder but should we talk about how they've sort of rebranded or found that loophole yeah well (laughs) right so this 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 is triggered by connie then complaining about uh department stores put up like santas you know why don't we get to have a nativity and santa's in the bible (laughs) and like the well i think she's arguing yeah yeah, arguing differently but like the 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 other the, the thing that wit then points out is like you know we like yeah, well that that's their own shop. Like we could do it mm-hmm. here, and I'm like, great wit, do it there. Yes, your building is connected mm-hmm. to a park. Like mm-hmm. this is the perfect place. You're infinitely yeah. wealthy. You to have <laughs> yeah, this is like a great place for you to have it. And it like yeah, it's just but but he's like but they're like no, but like it's always been in the center of town, so we can't we can't have it here in a park. And so, um, yeah. That would diminish Christmas. It's like, yeah, they like dig their heels in more. Like rather than (laughs) A, have it on private property. Right. Or B, get a permit to do it in the park or, you know, whatever this town would require. They just dig their heels in more, which is infuriating. It's not true Christmas unless this one thing is happening at the town hall. Well, they yeah, that's like pre- I wrote down what they said. Like people need this. It just wouldn't be Christmas without it. <laughs> right. Which okay. Um, you were just on your high and mighty soapbox about how you know that's not what Christmas is about, or like what the right. true meaning of Christmas. Yeah. It's about the nativity scene right. being it's in like, this It's city like wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Are we making the nativity scene an idol? Is that what's happening yes. here, guys? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Bible, the nativity scene. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was so frustrating. Those fancy cups that the Pope uh, takes communion out yeah. of. So, so the yeah, they then march back to Mayor Bill's house. <laughs> they're really getting. Or their I guess in. just Mayor just Wit does. <laughs> just Wit does, and. It, it, Bill is frustrated by this whole thing. He's like, I've been getting calls constantly, get people mad about it. But, you know, like, I can't, I can't do this. You know, like, the Constitution's pretty clear here. Um, and so, like, you know, my hands are tied. And then, and then with kind of, like, off screen pitches an option. 
and mm-hmm. and Bill's like, you know what? I'm in. Like that sounds great as long as you let me narrate one night. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, not yucky. Yeah. Me, Mayor Bill Jenkins, also very clearly a Christian. We yes. must keep this established. Yes, and uh-huh. we must uh, we must make it very clear that my religious affiliation is affecting my political decision making. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy! And yeah, just I loved the 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 subtle rebranding of the nativity scene to be a cultural display. Yes. Yeah. Full of white people in uh-huh. the exact same. Costume. In America, (laughs) this is our cultural heritage. (laughs) So, like, it's... It's a weird thing because I, like... So, like, their their solution Mm -hmm. here is, like... Uh, it, it gathers everyone up to go to go down to the down to City Hall, and Eugene's like, "Oh, are we gonna go protest? I would have brought my grass-stained jeans." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what is this joke? I don't like it. It feels wrong. I don't it get it." Wrong. You joke about um, hippies I was, having grass-stained yeah, jeans because yeah. they sit in the grass. I or yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's planning to do a rock star slide yeah, on yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. lawn of City Hall. <laughs> but it's like my jeans need to be pre-grass stained. I don't know. I, I, I it yeah. did not land. No, it really didn't work. But they they get down there. Maybe and those now, are his work jeans, and he doesn't want to get his dressed jeans ruined with any potential. Well, he has to have separation between between work and protest. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair, precisely, precisely. Uh, so he doesn't believe in some separation, just not all. <laughs> um, but like they get, That's why so they get down there and and Lucy (laughs) and Lucy's like you set it up again they're just gonna tear it down and it's like no ha ha we now have a cultural display so we're getting Uh around this because in addition to the nativity we now have a Christmas tree and a menorah so it's legal diversity (laughs) (laughs) look this is the thing uh, this is the problem with this episode. It's like, I don't entirely mm-hmm. hate this as a premise. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool that mm-hmm. he's like, okay, how can we still do this within the, like, within the constraints we've been given? And yeah. it's like, oh, if we represent other religions, we're fine. Weird that it is mm-hmm. just a menorah and mm-hmm. a Christmas tree, mm-hmm. which is like, Not I a guess, <laughs> which yeah. is, I guess, like a, like, it's very, like Christmas trees. It's called a Christmas uh-huh. tree. Yeah. But it's I, secular. I, right. Exactly. <laughs> so also no Santa bummed about that. I, I think they could have had a Santa uh, and that would have been right. fun. Once again, still very like christian associated but Uh like there it is that weird thing where it's like christmas is very much a secular holiday Mm -hmm. despite it having like a root in the church also having Mm -hmm. a root in like you know pagan solstice stuff yeah um right but like it yeah it does have that weird thing where it's like every time like christians are getting like up in arms about like ah oh, we gotta like reclaim Christmas and whatever. I'm just like, dude, Christmas can be for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. get out of here. Like, it wasn't ours in the first place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. there's no there's no data to support that that was when Christ was born. No, like, it, like no... I, I, yeah, I was gonna say mm-hmm. I thought that the likelihood like Jesus was most likely born in like June or something mm-hmm. like that because feel... of with the stars and everything. Yeah. That's yeah, it was like when the wise men came. Yeah. It's like I guess where they're marking. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, I think but I've it's heard that. yeah, it's just like there's no there's no backing. It was put there because it lined up with the winter solstice and that appe- that appealed yeah. to like people who were in who had like solstice celebrations mm-hmm. who they were trying to convert and like yeah. cool with all that. Like I I'm I'm like can we just yeah, can we acknowledge that like Christmas is not this like pure thing, but yeah. it can still be meaning to like it can still be meaningful to Christians and I think that there's like a value to having like a holiday mm-hmm. but it's weird when it like gets like overly like holify holyified yeah. de- mm-hmm. deified, deified where it gets like overly deified and is like made out to be this like extremely like holy religious thing when i'm like mm-hmm. it wasn't like the church fathers celebrated jewish holidays yeah yes. like that's mm-hmm. the thing Jesus like this was jewish yep <laughs> He's, yeah, he's one of two people listed on the Adventures in Odyssey wiki, wiki as being Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fact, which the other one? <laughs> uh, a rabbi in an episode that we might cover someday with Andrew Taven. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Um, but, but yeah, just the, yeah, the, the, the frustration here of, like, of both going like, hey, like, it is great to be like, hey, what if we like represent a bunch of different mm-hmm. cultures here? The problem is that they they're didn't. doing it. <laughs> yes, well, they the didn't. Also, small town, there's probably not that many religions mm-hmm. to represent. Yeah. Make of that whatever you will. But this is like rural Midwest mm-hmm. in the early 90s. So. Not a lot of demand for Kwanzaa yes. decorations yeah. there. Yeah. But the, the struggle mm-hmm. then of like, but we're all doing this as like a backdoor loophole yes. gotcha. Like it's like this is a way to make things legal, even for those who would misinterpret the Constitution. Uh-huh. And then, and then it goes like this gross step further, which is like perhaps other cities would be interested mm-hmm. in this solution. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Hey, you listening at home, you should make Christmas displays as mm-hmm. multiple, multicultural displays. Like, this is like a weird call to action yeah. in a way this show never does. No. Yeah, I don't and like it. And just feels extra gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I, think, I think you're right to kind of hone in on the motivation aspect of it, though, because it's not... They're not acknowledging the problem that, okay, so the problem is that it's just Christmas and they're promoting Christmas and that it's promoting it as a religious holiday and not including others. And so their motivation to to have the cultural display is not so that others are included. It's so that they can just hold on to what they have. Mm -hmm. Right. This is Which is the frustrating part. It's not to be inclusive. No, it's not to show love to others in the community. Or to acknowledge it's, other faiths. Right, it's to yeah. undercut what happened, mm-hmm. like what was taken away from them. Yeah. And part of that, like, it's part of the straw man of this episode yeah. being Bart, where mm-hmm. it's like there's a direction the episode could go if they had someone legitimate raise concerns, feel underrepresented. Right. Yes. And then, like, you could show, you could mm-hmm. be, you could do the Christian move and show love to these people mm-hmm. by letting them be represented. But instead, the only reason this is happening mm-hmm. is because some guy is 
upset that he's not getting business and just wants to yes. cause trouble and so we can feel justified mm-hmm. that we like yes. that we like won mm-hmm. in the war against this guy yes Woo-hoo! and like his concerns were only they're purely selfish right yeah it just affects one person in his right. business so yep. it's yeah yeah very frustrating yeah which also funny um because uh I imagine the writers of this show are very pro-small business and small Mm. businesses having Christian rights and Mm. all of that nonsense. But in this instance, the small business is going against us, so we're going to undercut them. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like Christian capitalism is is a bit of a... Bit of an oxymoron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crazy. Who could have thought that? You've been reading the Beatitudes, haven't you? <laughs> Who said you could do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, yeah, and then we go over to Bart, who still doesn't have any customers and is sad. And, and is losing at checkers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there are carolers at city hall and he's like i'm gonna shut this thing down again even though i would like to point out they are singing like secular christian songs in the background it's like deck the halls Mm -hmm. or whatever like it's not yeah oh come oh come emmanuel (laughs) well they're not doing that no that's what i'm saying they're not right yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. like it's like explicitly like we're doing jingle bells and deck Mm -hmm. the halls and like the ones that are like yeah exactly (laughs) um but no happy holidays. Right. Just Merry Christmas. Just Merry Christmas. Mm. Um, well, we wish you a happy holidays doesn't work, does it? The joke is that it's the same syllables and it totally works. Um, so, <laughs> Thank you for explaining the joke, Dylan. <laughs> it's actually not the same syllables, but, you know, we could make it work, <laughs> it works. guys. Um, maybe that's how we go out this episode yeah. in singing. I, I love, yeah. <laughs> I want Dylan to explain syllables to me. <laughs> As right. an English major. It's fine. This is all getting cut. Um, <laughs> look, if it makes me look bad, we cut it because I edit these episodes. Now, um, holidays is five. Merry Christmas is four. <laughs> Down with the man. Merry Christmas. <laughs> we wish you a season's greetings. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, yeah. So then, then Bart's like, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna like shut this thing. I'm gonna get right on the phone and shut this down again." Um, mm-hmm. And he calls up the mayor, and the mayor, you know, the mayor's office is like, "Oh yeah, actually, the mayor's out of his office participating. They found a loophole. Whatever, go 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 to bed, Bart." <laughs> yeah. And, he's, and then and then Rodney's like, "Ah, I'll see if I ever vote for him. If I ever it register to vote." <laughs> Delinquent alert. <laughs> Uh, great time to mention if you're not registered to vote why please yeah, register just, just get on it man it's not that hard <laughs> register to vote and then vote <laughs> yeah yeah vote yeah and please vote to keep church and state separated <laughs> you know i mean honestly considering well, the oh. demographics that listen to this podcast i don't care what you vote just vote yeah, just, just show up. Just, yeah. <laughs> and show up on the not popular days, too, because those old ladies deserve to be appreciated. Yes. Please, please, yeah, please yeah. give them all of our do, things. Do I think love I'm gonna, those old ladies. Yeah, they're really nice. And I feel yeah. bad that I don't bring them baked goods because I, I feel like they would appreciate it. Yeah. And they volunteer their time. Yeah. Hey. All right. Happy, happy Merry Season's Greetings. Next happy year. Merry, <laughs> happy Merry Season's Greetings. <laughs> love it. Um, my ginger snaps. 
But then, uh, then Wit walks into the mm-hmm. room, not to gloat, but to gloat. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And he walks to in. Single-handedly and... save Bart's business. Look, <laughs> Rodney has best joke of the year, which is, uh, all the gloats are in the nativity scene. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you come in here to gloat? All the gloats are in the nativities. <laughs> Next so to the good. sheep. That is, that is really funny. That was it's, the highlight of the entire episode yeah. for me. Well, well and uh, Bart describing separation of church and state as mm-hmm. uh, separation of doohickey and whatever it was. Yeah. And then... Maybe this nativity scene is a pretty good idea after all, right. now that I'm making money. Yes, right. So Wit buys six dozen boxes of lights. This is after mm-hmm. a conversation with Bart and Rodney where he just kind of says to Rodney, like, ah, I guess I'm not going to be able to buy you anything for Christmas mm-hmm. this year. That's... Establishing, once again, secular holiday because these mm-hmm. people are not Christians and are celebrating it. But regardless, mm-hmm. um, yeah, then... Then, uh, yeah, then Wit comes in mm-hmm. and swoops in and buys six dozen boxes of lights for the scene. And Bart. 72 boxes! Uh-huh. Like, okay, presuming flex. these are small boxes of lights. Like, he's spending at minimum. Uh, Bart says, like, it's a, like a buck fifty or whatever when he, when he says, uh-huh. I'm gonna buy one. Uh, so okay. whatever a buck fifty times seventy two is like a hundred bucks. Uh, no, hundred fifty. I I my math. Closer to that. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking Target prices. But, I think the cheapest yeah. box of lights at Target is like three bucks. Yeah, this was ninety two. Different times. Yeah, uh, price of lights has increased by double. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation. Why you shouldn't buy six dozen boxes of Christmas lights? <laughs> Yeah, you know, seventy-two boxes, and it'll be plugged into, I assume, City Hall's breaker. So, oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Not that I imagine Christmas lights take a ton of energy, but just you know, all worth all noting. But yes, but it does Dead end on the Bart coming around because now it serves him. Yes, mm-hmm. he can now gain something from this, so oh, it's good. Yeah. And then, <laughs> no issues with this now. Hark the herald angels Look, I, I love the music throughout this. I no, love it's the delightful. sound design throughout this. No. I hate the messaging uh-huh. of this episode. Th- there's there's a story to be told here that mm-hmm. is like that I would find yeah. interesting and compelling and good, and it misses every mark. Yes, it does. Um, and then to hammer it home, Chris's outro goes. God wants to be part of everything in our lives. Sometimes that's hard because there are people who don't want him to be a part of anything and they work very hard to make sure he isn't. Sometimes we need to fight against the laws that want to take God out of our lives. And sometimes we need to find creative alternatives. I love I love the brand creative alternatives. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think Stonewall was a pretty creative alternative. Yeah. <laughs> what what are what are the law? Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. What are the laws that want to take God out of your life? I'm sorry. That is also like that's separation of church and state the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, precisely. Like, and also, taking... you're the ones that profess that God can never be taken out of your life. He, the Holy Spirit, is <laughs> deep down inside you. Well, I don't know, but if but if we don't have if we don't have 
a physical representation of the birth of Christ, it never happened. <laughs> I mean, that's well, a, it's okay. That's who, a sound who wrote argument this? if I've ever heard one. Chris wrote this ending part. Uh, I don't know who writes the okay. ends. Well, it's okay. I mean, I assume, they haven't read the Constitution. <laughs> Oops. <sighs> they they yeah. looked at it. They, they looked yeah, at they, the back. They, they were notes. looking for the treasure map. This <laughs> <laughs> is the map that will tell us how to how to consolidate our power. Hear me out. Religious nationalism. Oh, it's always gone over. I am triggered. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, give that one a Google. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Just yeah. Any uh, any final notes for this episode? Stuff that you wrote down that we didn't hit on, or mm. points you really feel like you gotta make before we leave here. Andrew. I was disappointed. I was very disappointed. I was really looking forward to this Christmas episode. Yeah. And then I was sad. <laughs> I know. I'm, we, we normally do very fun Christmas episodes, mm. but I was like, given the mood of the last few episodes we've put out and yeah. just me being riled up and then oh. wanting Hannah to come on as a guest, <laughs> I was like, this will be fun. Oh, yeah. Not the good fun, the bad fun. It was, well, it was cathartic, I think, because I, yeah. I mean, living where we do and having, you know, being surrounded by, by people who believe a little bit differently. Um, I think it was it was kind of cathartic to, to sort of sit down with you guys and say, hmm, it's actually not an offense to Christmas if someone wishes you a happy Hanukkah. Then yeah. you should say thank you because they're wishing you a happy day. You know, like that's, yeah. that's I think, the most... I, yeah, I feel better now that we've unpacked it because I think if I had just sat with this, and I'm glad I listened to it this morning because mm. I think if I had listened to it like a week ago, I'd be so angry and have no outlet. But I'm glad that I listened <laughs> to it this morning. My whole week would have been ruined. Adventures <laughs> in Odyssey. I can't no, separate but, Odyssey from no, my life. <laughs> no, I, I think there were some, yeah. I see why you guys do do what you do now. Like, I think that this was important to unpack, so... Yeah, oh, important is a strong word, but I'm, well, I'm glad people. that we do. Yeah. yeah, certainly. Yeah, I'm glad that you unpack it. I think that it's fun. I like talking about God stuff. Yeah. Period. Okay, Andrew, <laughs> would you like to read your, your final comment? Oh, my, my, final, my final note is oof. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Capital O, capital O, capital F. Mm-hmm. I also I just <laughs> glanced at my notes or at the uh, at the official guide and realized that two episodes prior is the one where Eugene experiences hell. Oh, <laughs> oh! which is even funnier then that huh. he's just like gung ho here. He's a convert. <gasps> no, he, no, not no, yet. He's no, still. No, nope, he still holds out after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they couldn't. Oh, it's almost like that's not an effective yes. conversion strategy. Yeah, I, I was yes. about to say. Also, conversion strategies. Also, not an effective conversion strategy is just having a conversion strategy. Uh, Yeah, having a conversion strategy in the first place. Uh, Yeah. All right. Um, So, Hannah, is there anything you would like to plug or promote Um, here at the end? Not for me, but this was fun. So um, I'm going to be listening to more of the Wadfam Chalk Pod, and you should too. I'll plug you guys, (laughs) my friends. Oh man! Well, 
They're not all winners, so you know, just cherry pick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 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 Do Bible verses. Oop. Uh, well, thank you for that. Um, yeah. And thank you so much for coming on oh, and doing thanks this. Thanks for having course. me, guys. This was a lovely time. Yeah, yeah. I had fun. Yeah, I look forward good. to the Christmas episode oh. every year. <laughs> Three years in a row. <laughs> this is our fourth, fourth Christmas episode. Four. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is that a mistake? Probably. Um, And with all that being said, uh, we will be not back next week because uh, this is is the last one for the year. But we will see you in 2022 for another episode. Bye, guys. Happy Hanukkah. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFamChalkPod at gmail.com. The Living Nativity was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo with special guest Hannah Woodruff. It was edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, Hoping you'll have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.